You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Have you always wanted to hear the hockey stories told from the press box? For your premier source of hockey prospect news from across the AHL, NCAA, Canadian Hockey League, and international leagues, this is your all-access pass to The Press Zone, a hockey podcast packed with news, analysis, interviews, and entertainment featured on thepresszone.fm. Your hosts, Amy Johnson and Rick Stevens, are experienced, credentialed hockey reporters bringing you stories built from strong connections throughout the hockey community and from inside rinks all across North America. Welcome to The Press Zone. Popular goaltender and YouTuber, Casimir Kaskasuo is out of commission with an injury. So what does the Laval Rocket do now? Uh, Jakob Dewish, uh, come on down, right? But wait, there is good news too. Oh, the ink is barely dry on Casimir Kaskasuo's brand new one-way, one-year AHL contract, locking him up to remain with the Laval Rocket for the remainder of this season. And the team announces that he is out with an injury. And I'm going to explain to you in a few minutes what that means for Laval at this stage of the season, with the help of a special guest, I might add. But let's first just take a look at the games that the Montreal Canadiens AHL affiliate did play last weekend, including one that saw Kaskasuo between the pipes. I did just say, hey, don't worry, there's good news. So do you want to know what the good news is? Sean Farrell is back from injury. Yes, round of applause for Sean Farrell. Uh, He's been out long-term with an injury, so it was very good to see him take the ice, get back into game action. Uh, He's a promising young prospect, and every day that he was out of commission with an injury was a day that he wasn't working on moving his game forward, so it's great news that Sean Farrell is back in the lineup. You want some more good news? I've got more good news. The Laval Rocket kicked off their homestand last week with a game against the Hershey Bears. You know, the defending Calder Cup champions, the team that sits at the top of the league, the team that's looking to break and set new records for winning and points in the AHL this season. Yeah, those Hershey Bears. Would you believe the Laval Rocket beat them in a shootout on Wednesday night? They did! Jakob Dobesh looked fantastic in net on this night. For whatever reason, Laval was able to figure out a way to clog up lanes to keep Hershey at arm's length. They managed to get them to overtime, managed to get them to the shootout. Dobes stood really tall in net during the shootout, and they came out with a 3-2 victory over the best team in the league. Unfortunately, my good news has to end there. Because then the Toronto Marlies came back to town for their two games on Friday night and Saturday afternoon against Laval. And even though when Laval visited Toronto two weeks ago, they split that two-game series with one win and one loss, 
that was not to be the case this time around. In fact, these were two really ugly games for the Rocket. They lost on Friday 4-1, to one, and they lost on Saturday 5-1. to one. Sold out crowds at Place Bell on both nights. They had plenty of support from their fans, but boy, uh, Toronto just had their number. It also didn't help that the animosity has ramped up between these two teams so much the penalties were out of control. There were 50 combined penalty minutes just on Friday night's game. And staying out of the penalty box really needs to be a key for J.F. Uhl's team, particularly against a team like Toronto, who is lethal on the power play. In fact, between the two teams, there were four power play goals that were scored in that game and one empty netter. So none of those five goals scored by either team were scored at even strength. So could they recoup? Could they come back on Saturday afternoon and shake off what had happened Friday night? Well, no. For some reason, Laval came out and looked completely listless on Saturday. They looked like they had no idea what they were doing, completely disorganized, and Toronto took full advantage of that. Laval only managed to muster 12 shots on goal through the first two periods. Now, this was the game that Cascasuo was in net, Admittedly, one of the goals that he let in was probably one that he would like back, but honestly, the defense in front of him was not helping whatsoever. And after the fourth goal against in this game, uh, J.F. Uhl pulled Cascasuo. Now, the information that we don't have is what caused Cascasuo's injury. We just know that he is out week to week with a lower body injury. Did it occur during the game? Was that part of the issue? Was that why he was pulled? We don't know. Uh, or is this something that happened outside of the game during warmups? We just don't know at this point. So he's out week to week. What does that mean for Laval for the week ahead as they go out on the road again? Well, you're going to want to stick with me till the end of the video where we do set up this week's contests. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Maybe you want to make a bet on five different players who are going to score a goal tonight. The opportunities are endless on DraftKings Sportsbook. There are so many different combinations, opportunities, specials, parlays, straight up money line bets, you name it. There's so many ways to play on DraftKings Sportsbook. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the code THPN. New customers bet just five bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved.
So fortunately, it is time for us to bring back our favorite guest to the show. That would be none other than Patrick Williams. Uh, he is an AHL expert. He is the go-to guy for AHL insight for every team around the league. Uh, he not only is the AHL writer for NHL.com, but also a features writer for the AHL as well. And we're always glad to have him here on the show. Patrick, welcome back. Uh, thanks for having me. Always, always good to be back. So, okay, Casimir Cascasuo is now out week to week. We know that Strauss Mann has been recalled from the Trois Rivières Lions. Uh, he did get his first career AHL shutout, uh, ECHL shutout while he was down there. Uh, just played a couple of games though and got recalled right back to Laval. So, can you give us kind of the the broad view of what Cascasuo's injury, because we don't know how long he's going to be out week to week. What kind of a bind does that put Laval in right now? Or has Dobesh made enough progression in the couple of, in this short amount of time that Cascasua was there, that, that he's a little going to be maybe a little more capable of carrying the load than he was at the beginning of the season? Well, I guess the first question that popped into my mind was what does week to week mean, right? I mean, mm -hmm. week to week could mean what, 10 days? It can also mean, many 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 weeks right like does that mean six to eight weeks um you know so trying to read the tea you know the, the the tea leaves there between you know kind of between the lines there like is is difficult um i will i will say at least laval puts out injury updates and you know reports so that, that that's a big that's a big step you know compared to other teams where players just kind of go off into the ether and <laughs> we sort of assume they're injured, but uh, right. don't have like a direct, you know, official confirmation. I mean, I'm usually able to sort of get that from under the radar, but um, it's always nice to have the official word. Uh, so that's my first question with Castro Suo is like exactly what does week to week mean? Um, and as far as what it means for Laval is uh, yeah. Uh, Jakob Dewish uh come on down right like he is mm -hmm. he is taking on a heavy workload right like he's already at 34 games which i you know if i'm uh you know remembering correctly that's uh i think third in the league now in terms of workload um so that's a lot for for a young player uh, a rookie who's just starting out to get that kind of um um responsibility put upon him and mm -hmm. as we've discussed before uh with a team that you know certainly has its uh, defensive um lapses and misadventures uh so it's it's a uh it's a busy 34 games too um uh, you know compared to uh you know maybe what some other goaltenders might face you know who are you know a little bit more of a uh steady uh defensive system so um yeah his his workload doesn't look like it's going down anytime soon uh that was sort of the whole idea of bringing castro suo into laval in the first place back in december was to, to ease up right. some of that workload but uh and it worked for a while but um now castro suo's uh, out and it's going to be the dobus show and uh maybe we'll see strauss band pop in there here and there to take a, a game, um, game or two at different points. But yeah, uh, kind of it's Dobish or bus now uh, for Laval. Well, 
that's kind of the thing. So I'm going to actually bring up here for us. Um, let's take a look here at the current standings for Laval. We look here at the center in the North Division and Laval is still in sixth place. But the difference now this week is is this number right here, this this 51 points right here. Um, putting them five points out of a playoff spot. That fifth position is is the is how you qualify for that best of three play in round, um, and they're five points out of that where Toronto and Rochester are tied there. Um, can you talk just to just briefly about how just even in the course in the past week the landscape in the North Division has really shifted, and Laval and Utica are starting to really find themselves kind of behind the eight ball. Well, how, how big does that win last week against Hershey look now, right? Because yeah. if you were going through the schedule a few weeks back, you know, trying to kind of like, you know, eyeball, okay, you know, this game is two points, this game's a point, this game's no points. I think most people would have had Hershey <laughs> coming into your building as a, uh, well, that one, uh, we can uh, mark that one down for zero points. So they managed to get those two points. Otherwise, they would be, even right there with uh, Utica for, for, for last in the division. So uh, that's the first step for them. At least they, they, they managed to get that, but uh, uh, yeah, no, they're in a, they're in a tough bind um, uh, schedule really now for everyone in cross league really starts to pick up now the last six weeks or so of the season where, you know, you're getting some of those three and four stretches, you know, um, you know, for, for a lot of teams across the league. And I mean, and, we've discussed this before as well. That's, uh, you know, with the way the schedule set up, it's so heavily divisional that you do get some of these big swings, even with, uh, you know, even in the era of the shootout and overtime losses, um, it's, it's still a lead where, you know, you don't get those, you know, games against the Western conference where, um, you know, there, there's not as much of a hit in the standings, you know, like you pretty much everywhere, everywhere you play now is, is, is a divisional game. And uh, Laval is certainly no different in that regard. And then, you know, when I looked at that schedule coming up, it's, it's daunting uh, to say the least uh, for, for the rocket in terms of what they're going to be facing. They go back to New England now, um, you know, it kind of, uh, you know, almost retrace some of their, their steps from a couple of weeks back. Uh, well, let's actually let's actually talk about that for just a second, because this week, you know, so Cascasuo, we know he's not going to play this week. If he's week to week, he's definitely not going to be playing this week. Yeah. And the Laval Rocket just announced today that Lucas Condata is also not going to travel this week, not because he's injured, but because uh, apparently he is expecting a new baby at any moment. And so he is not going to travel with the team this week as well. That puts them down another offensive piece of their forward lines. So starting on Wednesday, they go back to Bridgeport where they just were uh, just a week and a half or so ago and Bridgeport is languishing at the bottom of the league and somehow managed to end up beating Laval in overtime when they saw them just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so what are, you know, that probably kind of came out of the woodwork a little bit. That should have been maybe an easier win for Laval. However, both teams were on the last leg of a three and three. Do you expect Bridgeport to come out and be competitive against Laval considering Laval's absences or, or do you think maybe this could be a place where Laval could start the trip off with gaining some footing? Yeah. You know, uh, 
Bridgeport's a, a team where every so often they can come, come and kind of like, you know, if you're not ready, if you're, you're, you're maybe overlooking them. I mean, they've beaten Springfield now like three times in the past month or so. Um, you know, Springfield's a team that's still certainly uh, holding some playoff hopes. Uh, they beat Hershey um, back in January. So every so often, like, you know, it's been a, it's been a pretty bad season. Let's be honest for, for, for Bridgeport, they had a disastrous first two months or so, but um they they can surprise you like if you're not ready you know and like and it, it's a quiet building you go in there on a wednesday night like you know if you're you know you're gonna have to generate your own energy you know and if you're not ready to go it it, it, it can sneak up on you and so that that's the thing for for, for where bridgeport can be a little scary um uh you know and then like you know so yeah so that's the case for Laval, right? Like, so they beat Hershey last week, but then the, the game before they go into Bridgeport and, and they drop, drop a point. Right. So it's kind That's of right. that forward one step back uh, type of thing. So, um, and like you said, now you, you, Condana's out, uh, Castrosuo's out, you know, like uh, they've obviously been dealing with other injuries as well. So um, it's, uh, they better be ready because you got a three and four stretch there. Uh you know, some of your last division or uh, out of division games of the year, uh, they have Bridgeport coming in later uh, next month. But uh, for the most part, uh, March into April is largely all within the North Division. So, um, you know, these are this is a chance now to to, to take some points and uh, start to make up some ground. Uh, but uh, you know, it's not going to be an easy stretch by any any uh, definition. So then Friday night, probably the other thing that was surprising when they went on that New England road trip two weeks ago that they lost to the Islanders. But the other surprising thing was that they beat Hartford, yeah. um, which was also I mean, it was it was great for Laval that they came out with the two points against Hartford. But I don't think a lot of people were necessarily expecting that because the Wolfpack have been a pretty strong team so far this year. Um, so they go to Hartford again on Friday night now. One of the key pieces that was missing for Hartford two weeks ago was former Laval captain Alex Belzeal. He had been recalled to the New York Rangers the night before. Um, I actually do, I don't know that if he's going to be back in Hartford for this or not, but if he is, that could change the dynamic a little bit. Yeah, Hartford, you know, they've, uh, you know, they they were really solid the first half or so of the season. They, they've run it out into some uh, lineup issues. Riley Nash has been out. Um, they got down to a point where they had to call up three guys from the ECHL. I think two of them were, uh, from outside of the, the Ranger system, even, um, you know, kind of day of a game type thing. So, um, you know, they're, they're, um, Artem and Isimov was released. Their team, uh, you know, Rempy's up, um, you know, Brzezinski's been up now, you know, he, he's up to stay in New York. Like they've, they've definitely had some, um, lineup challenges in Hartford um that's uh, somewhat slowed down their uh you know a little bit the, the pace of their year but they're still a very solid club um you know they can certainly uh, present you a challenge I mean I was thinking back to that game uh, against Laval I was you know I was a little surprised how Laval handled them pretty handily and uh, mm. you know but you know that <laughs> the problem with beating a team like that is now you know um Wolfpack head coach Steve Smith has that uh, that kind of game to circle back to and say, hey, you know, remember last time these guys came in and uh, 
kind of pushed us around our own building. Well, you know, we better be ready this time. So you're, you're going to get a Hartford team that will certainly be um, ready to go uh, against Laval. And so, so that game is, is certainly not going to be an easy one either. It's it really is. So Wednesday and Friday are kind of a little bit up in the air as to whether or not they're going to be repeats of what Laval ended up with two weeks ago or if either of those teams are going to flip the script. But for me, the real wild card in the weekend is Saturday night's game. They're traveling to Springfield for the first time this season and Springfield is has been kind of middle of the pack for the Atlantic division, um, mm-hmm. having some good games, having some not good games. Um, and I'm, I'm, you know, these two teams don't have a ton of history so far this season. What can you tell us about what Laval could be facing in Springfield on Saturday? Yeah. You know, in some ways Springfield is trying to the Atlantic division version of the rocket, you know, um, some nights they look pretty solid. Other nights they look really really bad right and and that's um kind of the springfield thunderbirds in a nutshell like um when adam adam Gaudet, you know is is kind of going like he can carry that team uh to some extent you know offensively um malcolm suban is uh, you know he can kind of be up and down uh but when he's on he's really on uh so uh they're a team that's you know they you know they just stumbled the other day against Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet, you know, they, 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 they thumped Hershey earlier in the month, right? Like they, 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 they beat Hartford earlier in the month. So like a couple times actually. So uh, they're a team that certainly can put up points on the board. Um, so, Jake so Braun is going to be suspended for, for yes. that game. Cause he's got a two game suspension from yes. the league. So he, they're going to be without him on Saturday against so Laval. Certainly takes a, a big, uh, a big weapon from their lineup. Uh, they're a team that's also in a fight uh, for a playoff spot. Uh, very similar in terms of uh, where they are positioning wise, um, you know, to Laval. Uh, they're trying to fight off Lehigh Valley. Uh, they're trying to get that sixth spot in the Atlantic. So that's the difference with the Atlantic division is six teams make it. <laughs> so, I mean, we've certainly been over the uh, playoff system enough times on this show that um, <laughs> it's a little, a little, a little unconventional. Uh, but, um, so they're, they're a team that will certainly be dangerous and, you know, and that building can be tough to play into as well for visiting teams. Uh, so it's, uh, yeah, the, the schedule is, uh, is certainly not, uh, going to be an easy one for the Laval Rocket. Uh, another three and four deal, uh, you know, at least this, uh, this time down, they don't have to have that swing over to Wilkes-Barre Stratton and then back. So that's, uh, that's a little bit of a break for them. That is true. Well, Patrick, anytime that we need some perspective on how Laval is stacking up against anybody else in the rest of the American Hockey League, we know we can count on you. Thanks so much for being here with us again this week. Well, thank you. Well, hopefully they can spark something on the road, take some inspiration from a big win that they got in Hartford a couple of weeks ago, and dig deep to find some points because they desperately need them this week. And they've got to get the offense going. In fact, one of their guys who is climbing up the rankings in terms of offense is young defenseman Logan Mayu. And he's slipped off his perch a little bit when we look at the league-wide statistics, but he is still hanging on to the top spot in some very impressive categories. And if you want to hear more about that and learn where Logan Mayu has recently been leading the AHL, then you're going to want to watch this video right here, and I'll see you again next time.
click subscribe to never miss an episode of The Press Zone on Rocket Sports Radio. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Rocket Sports.